Praise you, Jesus. Glorify you. shall be provided says God's word in the mount of the Lord the strength of God shall be provided in the mount of the Lord divine provision is provided by the great Jehovah Jireh whatever strength you need mentally physically emotionally spiritually financially educationally relationally whatever strength you need it shall be provided at the mount of the Lord. 
in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Those who wait on the Lord in His presence with expectation. Hallelujah. Praying without ceasing. Praying with faith. Praying unto God Almighty. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. Our labor in the Lord will never be in vain. When you know to labor in prayer, you'll see great results. Those who labor in prayer will see great results. So your labor in the Lord will never be in vain. The fervent effectual prayer of a righteous person avails much. I shall renew, renew my strength and mount up with wings like eagle. I shall renew my my strength and mount like eagle. I shall renew my strength Mount up with me Like eagles In the mount of the Lord When you wait You shall mount up with wings like eagles Because God will work in you God will work in you. He will work on you. Pouring His strength. Hallelujah. Giving you everything you need in order to soar to greater heights. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I'll wait on you, I'll wait on you, I'll wait on you, I'll wait on you. Morning by morning I'll sing your praise, morning by morning I'll speak your faith, morning by morning I'll sing your praise. Morning by morning I seek your faith In the morning Hallelujah I'll wait on you I will wait on you Yes, I'll wait on you I'll wait on you I'll wait on you Morning by morning, I'll sing your praise. Morning by morning, I'll sing your praise. Morning by morning, I'll sing your praise. In the morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. New mercy. 
I will, 
How many of you will to do the will of God? How many of you will to seek the face of God in the midst of everything that is happening all around you? Will you seek the face of God? Will you seek His glory? Will you wait on Him to see Him unravel the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven? Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. I will seek your faith, O Lord. I seek your glory, Lord. I seek your glory, Lord. I will. I Jesus who is the servant when the master returns he will find him watching waiting on the master hallelujah waiting on the master hallelujah waiting on the master hallelujah thank you Jesus there are many people who do many different things when they think that the master is delayed but the faithful servant does the will of the father even when the master is not there not just before the eyes of the master but even when the master is not there he's faithful he finishes everything even when the master doesn't see He does it with all his might. Even when the master is not there. Because he knows the master will return. He's eagerly looking forward to seeing the master because his conscience is clear. Because he has done the will of the master. So he's excited to see the master. Thank you Holy Spirit. God is coming back for such people. Jesus Christ is coming back for those who do the will of God and who wait for His return, who eagerly wait for His return. Not for people who are not faithful to Him and who are scared of His return. Every time they think about the chip, talk about the chip, all they are scared is all about the chip. If our hearts are after the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our eyes will be upon Him. Not on what's happening around the world. But our eyes should be upon what's happening in the Kingdom of Heaven. What is God doing right now? What is God saying right now? Where am I? 
in the will of God right now. For the King is coming. The King is coming. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord says, many are carried away by the current events or even what they think is going to be the future events, which most people are grossly wrong. They don't even know what's going to happen. While they're looking at all those things, they're missing out. And the most important thing, which is what God is doing and what is God going to do? They've lost sight on the return of Jesus Christ. They're looking at everything that points towards the Antichrist and they left Christ out. God is looking for people and He's coming for people who are faithful to Him, who are keeping themselves unspotted from this world. Jesus is coming back for a spotless bride. Jesus is coming back for a bride who has decked herself, made herself ready to see the bridegroom because she loves him, because she wants to see him, because she can't wait to see him. Those are the people Jesus is coming for and those are the people who are going to be taken when Jesus comes. Prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Wait in His presence. Let the Lord work in you and work on you. Only those who are worked by the Lord will soar like the eagles after being worked on by God. from the strength that they received from the Almighty God, from the beauty they received from the Almighty God, from the power they received from the Almighty God, they will soar to greater heights, towards the sky, more towards Jesus, God's people must soar more towards Jesus, upwards, heavenwards. More away from this world and more towards Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but we wrestle with principalities and powers of darkness, rulers of wickedness in wicked places, in the high places. We wrestle through Christ who strengthens us, having rested in the presence of God, sitting at His feet, Staying in His presence, in doing His will, gives great confidence to all those who are living for Jesus. 
to see the Savior, to boldly appear before Him with confidence because they've done the will of God through the grace that has been provided by God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray that you will minister to our hearts even more as we spend time in your presence. I pray that you will minister to us your words of life, your words of life. Behold, I come quickly, says the Lord, God Almighty. Behold, I come quickly, says the Lord, God Almighty. Even so, Lord Jesus, come. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Lord, I pray that you will do your work this morning once more. Beautify your people, Lord, with yourself. Adorn your people with your word. I pray that there be a deeper work of the Holy Spirit taking place at this hour. We thank you, Lord. Heaven and earth may pass away, but your word will never pass away. You said, Jesus. We thank you for that eternal word of God. That's what we want. We want the portion that will never be taken away. The Word. The Word of God. We want you, Lord. Our portion, our inheritance that will never be taken away. We want you, Jesus. I pray that you will speak to our hearts at this hour. We are determined to know you, Lord, more this morning. We're determined to hear from you, Lord, even more this morning. We're determined to lay ourselves at your altar once more, wholeheartedly, once more this morning. I pray, Lord, that you will speak to our hearts. Everything that is not of you, everything that should not be there, everything that is an abomination to you, everything that you utterly hate, everything that is repulsive to you, may leave our church in Jesus' name. That you wash our church even more, Father. I pray. Purify our church even more. Purify our people even more, I pray. Oh Lord, Smooth out all the rough edges. Iron out all the wrinkles. Use your hot iron, Lord, wherever it's needed, so that every wrinkle be removed in the name of Jesus. Use your chisel, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And take away everything that should be taken away, Lord. Use your heavenly, heavenly chisel, Lord. In the name of Jesus, chisel away, Father. 
everything that is protruding that should not be there, every self that is there, God, I pray. In every brother, every sister, every child, oh Lord, I pray that you're working. I pray, Father, that you use your chisel, chisel out every bit of self, oh Lord. For flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. I pray, Father, that the hand of the potter work on your people even more this morning, I pray. Build your people, Lord, each one of them upon the most holy faith. May they be built up through the Spirit of God this morning. The foundations may never be shaken, Lord. That the structure may stand, Father. Let no one fall away, Lord, I pray. Let no one become barren, Father, I pray. Let no one become a barren ground, I pray. Let no one become a ground that would yield thorns and thistles, I pray. Let every brother, every sister, every child who's here, who's listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit at this hour, be good ground, Father, bearing much fruit, O Lord. Plow through every heart. Break up the fallow ground in Jesus' name. Let faith arise in every heart in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever you have for them, Lord, this morning, let it become theirs. By faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. By obedience to his word. For this I ask in Jesus' name. And I come against all the forces of darkness. Every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you all deliver us from evil. Keep your people from grieving you. And I pray that you will keep anything from grieving your people. Keep us as a church in the center of your perfect will. Close to your heart, my Father. That the mind of Christ may be in the hearts of your people. That the heart of Christ may prevail over every thought, over every idea that comes from the stranger. I pray, Lord, that the will of the Father may become the will of every single person in our church, O Lord. That the knowledge of the Holy One 
may prevail over every voice of the enemy. That your word may guide them in all their decision making. That your word may protect them from every disease of the enemy. That their soul may be protected. Oh Lord, I pray that your word comes to your people. Let not the enemy touch that, O oh God, in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord, that your word may be given unhindered to your people and your word may be received unhindered by your people. Every distraction be removed. Every doubt be removed in Jesus' name. Every evil spirit that tries to twist the word of God in the ears of the people, in the minds of the people, I bind them in Jesus' name, take victory in Jesus' name. I pray that the Spirit of God may convey what you want to convey to your people. That your people may receive everything that you have for them this morning so that they may be blessed by your word. Drawn closer to you by your word. Corrected by your word. Comforted by your word. Perfected by your word. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. I'm going to get the chapter and the thirst that the Lord just gave to me. And we are going to read that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We're going to turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. And thank you, Father. Luke chapter 12. I'm going to give you the verse in a minute. Luke chapter 12, from verse 35 onwards. Luke chapter 12, from verse 35 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, amen.
Luke chapter 12, from verse 35 onwards. Let your waist be girded, and your lamps burning. And you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. When he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you, that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them, so blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of food in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, My master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat the male and female servants, and to eat and drink and be drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know, yet committed things deserving of stripes, shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. Praise be to God. This section is a very, very powerful section and very important section. I encourage you to read this section after this morning call is over, depending on your work schedule. You can read later today. You can read right after this. But definitely read it. Because God will speak to you from this chapter, from what God will speak to you this morning and it will lead you deeper. Jesus is coming soon. Whether you believe it or not, He is coming soon. Jesus is coming very soon. And every word of God that God has spoken shall come to pass. 
many things God has spoken has come to pass, including the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they all thought that he's not going to come, except for a few who expected him to come, and God had revealed that he would come, like Anna and Simeon. Those are the ones who waited for him and who got to really see him and hold him. But most of the Israel, most of the people of Israel, missed his coming. Most of Israel missed his coming because they weren't waiting for him. That's exactly how it's going to be. The return of the King, our King Jesus. When they say that he's not coming, well, he said this a long time ago and everybody who even preached about it, they all died. He's not coming. He will come. Jesus said, and they say that he's delaying. That's the time he's going to come. When all the eyes of the world is turned towards some other direction, that's when he's going to come. When everybody is concerned about everything that's happening everywhere except what's happening in their own heart, that's when he's going to come. The reason why he's going to come is he's going to come to take his own. Those who are really waiting for him, he's coming back. He has a plan. God has a plan. God is working. God has a calendar. Just because People thought that he's not coming. doesn't mean that he's not coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. So, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. That's what God is saying to our church. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. Don't live like there's no tomorrow. Don't live like you're going to live forever on earth. Don't live just for the present day. Live to see the face of the one who saved you because he's coming back. How do you have to be when he returns? How are we supposed to be? Jesus says this over here so beautifully in verse 35. Let, let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. He says, be clothed. Make sure you have your robe of righteousness. Make sure you keep it clean. Make sure you have your lamps burning. You can't be in the dark. We can't give any excuse. You know what happened to the five foolish virgins who didn't have the extra oil that they should have had. They didn't make it. Those ten virgins talk about believers. Five made it, five didn't make it. 
Jesus talks again over here about believers, about those who serve the Master. He's not talking about unbelievers. He's not saying, well, you don't know Jesus, you're not going. If you know Jesus, you're going. No. Jesus is talking about His people. Among the people who call themselves to be followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's going to be a deep divide. The divide comes from the sword of the Lord, the Word of God. It's going to be like this. Who obeyed His Word and who did not obey His Word? Who did the will of God and who did not do the will of God? All those who did the will of God will do the will of God by abiding in the Word of God, by doing His Word. He says here, Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. Make sure you stay holy and make sure you live in the Word of God. Make sure you have your robe of righteousness that Christ gave to you by shedding His blood. Make sure you don't dirty it. Make sure you keep it clean. Make sure you have your lamps burning. He gave you the lamp. He gave you the light. Make sure it's burning. See, the clothing is given by God. The light is given by God. Everything is given by God. But it is your duty to be responsible with what God has given and to keep it the way He gave you. It's very important. If you value something, you will really take good care of it. You won't be careless with it. The way you take care of what God has given to you really will show God whether you value what God has given to you or not. And God has given to you the blood of Jesus. Do you value it or not? Your actions every day will show to God whether you value the blood of Jesus or not. The word of God that God has given to you came from the blood of Jesus. He died to set me free. Oh, that man of Calvary, says the hymn. He died to set you free. How did he set you free? By his truth. The Lord Jesus Christ. His truth came and set you free. His truth came and it cut you free from the cords of death, eternal death. His truth came and cut you free from the pangs of sin. His truth came and set you free. The truth is a sword. The truth is the lamp. It's the word of God. You need to be holy and you need to have His Word abiding in you. You can't say, well, I don't lie, I don't steal, but I don't know the Word, I don't know the Bible, I don't know that much, I'm not the pastor, I don't need to know. No, no, no. Whether you're the pastor or not, you should know the Word of God. Jesus came and He died for you so that you can know Him. You should know the Word of God. You should care to know the Word of God. You should keep your lamps burning. 
in order for you to keep your lamps burning, you need to have the lamp and God has given that to you. His word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. In order to keep that lamps, your lamp burning or your lamps burning, you need to have oil. That's where the five foolish virgins missed out. They needed the extra oil. They thought they had enough. Oil stands for the Holy Spirit. Every believer should learn to live in the Spirit. To walk in the Spirit. Those who walk in the Spirit will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And those who live in the Spirit, the Bible says, those are the ones God will call them His children. They are the sons of God or they are the children of God. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot have your lamp burning. You need the oil. You need the oil of the Holy Spirit. You need to live in the Spirit. You need to walk in the Spirit. You need to grow in the Spirit. You need to pray in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is very crucial in preparing you for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, in preparing you to meet Jesus, preparing you to go to heaven, period. You need the oil. If you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it's very important that you seek God and you receive it from the Lord. If you have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, make sure you receive the fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Every single day, you need to go to the Lord to have Him fill you. You need to have fresh oil, extra oil, all the oil you can in order for you to walk in the Spirit, live in the Spirit. For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We need the Spirit of God to live an overcoming life. To live heaven on earth, you need the Spirit of God. So let your waist be girded and your lambs burning. God says in His Word, gird your loins with truth, the belt called truth. The truth of God is essential for every believer in purifying their bodies, their souls, and their minds, their spirits. Jesus said, you're clean by the words I've spoken to you. The truth of God is important to keep the clothing in place, that belt. You need to have the righteousness of God that God has given and to stay righteous by obeying His word, and in order for you to stay righteous, you need His Word, which is the belt. Keep the clothing spotless by doing the right thing. And keep the clothing on you by the belt, the truth, the Word of God. And your lamps burning. 
by living in the Spirit, by receiving the fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit every single day. It's important. It's very important. And you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. This is how you wait. You can't simply say, well, I'm ready. If Jesus comes, I'm ready. You can't just go the way you are. We say that I'm going to go for a wedding and just leave your house with your pajamas on. No. You won't do that. Just to attend someone's wedding, how much preparation you take. What kind of clothing I'm going to wear, what kind of shoes I'm going to wear, and, you know, you know, what bag you're going to carry, so many things you think about to attend someone else's wedding. If you're going to be the bride of Christ, then remember how a bride prepares herself. That's going to be even more than attending someone else's wedding. This is your own wedding. Imagine how much thought goes into that. When it comes to believers preparing for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, sad to say, there's hardly any preparation there. They don't even believe that. But they're going. If they believe that, they're going, then they will be preparing. You can't simply say, I'm going. Anybody and everybody cannot enter in. God will look for a specific outfit. God will look for certain things that He has mentioned. This is what you wear. This is how you come. Those who really love the Lord will do what God tells them to do. Basic stuff. But many don't even believe that they are the bride of Christ. Many don't even have the love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Only those who love Him will long for His appearing. Only those who love Him and long for His appearing are going to be part of the bride of Christ. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. And you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. When he will return from the wedding. That when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. If you want to be part of what God is doing and to go when Jesus comes. These are things we need to really take very seriously and make sure that you're doing it. When Jesus comes, Jesus will look for His own, those who are loyal to Him, those who truly love Him. In this section, God is talking about the servant and a master. He's talking about how the servant will prepare himself to meet his master and what the master will do when he comes and sees a servant who has been loyal to him who has done his job and who is waiting for him and how he will promote him we also saw read that when the servant is unfaithful and he was not doing the will of the master, what 
what happened to him. This passage is for believers. If someone says, oh, if you just pray the sinner's prayer, you'll go when Jesus comes, they are lying to you. You can't even make it to heaven like that. We must look at the Word of God, especially the red letters that you see in your Bible, what Jesus said, it's very important. Jesus is talking about His people. He's talking about believers. All of them. Every believer is called to serve God. He's talking about those people. All those who are called to serve Him. They must be doing the will of God while being holy and walking in the Spirit. That's how you can actually do the will of God. When you're doing that, you're going to be happy because you're doing the Father's will. You'll be eagerly waiting to see a master, to let him know that, Lord, I did what he told me to do. Look at all that I've done with what you have given to me. That's the key. The clothing is from God. The lambs are from God. But keeping the clothing clean the way he gave it and keeping it on yourself is important. It's not for people who say, well, God gave me this robe of righteousness. I'm just going to put on a hanger and hang it on the wall. Well, it's clean, Lord. I didn't get it dirty. No, you must be wearing it. That's what shows that you belong to him. Keep your lamps burning. It's not a showpiece. It's essential for you to go before your master. Jesus said this. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. And then you yourselves be like men who wait for their master. When he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, that they may open to him immediately. May God speak to your hearts at this hour and prepare you for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Doing the will of God is not doing something for Jesus. No. What we do for Him should be acceptable to Him. It has to be done the way He has prescribed it, not the way you want it. The way God wants it. And Jesus, He spelled it out here. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning. And you yourselves be like people who wait for their masters because he'll return and he'll come and knock at that time you should open right away you can't be doing your own thing you have to be about your father's business you should be keen on doing what God wants you to do and Jesus said this blessed are those servants whom the master when he comes finds watching
What is it watching? For? What is that for? He is talking about people. While they are doing the will of God, they are watching for the Master's appearing. While they are doing the will of God, they are watching for the Master's appearing. This is just like the, the five wise virgins. They got the extra oil. They got themselves ready. But the Master didn't come. The bridegroom didn't come. So they fell asleep. While they were sleeping, they heard the call of the bridegroom and immediately they got up and they turned their lamps on and they were ready to go. That's how we're supposed to be. All the time, ready. When the Master comes, because the wise virgins' hearts were awake, even though their bodies were sleeping, their hearts were awake, they were able to hear the call, and immediately they got up. They were watching, waiting for the appearing of the Master. No matter what we do, it is important that our hearts are set on Jesus Christ. That our minds are set on Jesus Christ. May the Lord speak to our hearts this morning. I want to take you to the end of the section where he says, if you do what you're supposed to do because you love him, because you believe in him, because you're doing what God wants you to do, because you love Him, because you believe in Him, because you know that He's going to come back. See, if the servant didn't believe that He's going to come back, He's not going to bother with anything. But He knows He's coming back. He wants Him to come back. He wants to see Him. Same thing with the wise virgins. They didn't get discouraged and disappointed that the bridegroom is delaying and so they didn't think that, oh, He's not going to come and go, oh, let's go find someone else. No. The love for the bridegroom. The love for the master. He's the one. He's the only one. He's the one we serve. He's the one we adore. He's the one we want. And so what do they do? They do the will of the Father. And they eagerly wait they eagerly wait. Those are the ones, Jesus says, God can trust them with greater things. God will trust them with greater things. If you want God to trust you with greater things in this world and in the world to come, you should be among those who are faithful were faithful. Verse 42. And the Lord said, Who then is a faithful and wise steward? 
very important verse. The wise virgins were called wise because they were wise in preparing to meet the bridegroom. They did what they had to do. Their minds were always on the bridegroom. They said, what if we miss this? We don't want to miss this. And they were extra careful. Being extra careful may look like being foolish in the sight of the world and not in the sight of God. It just shows God that you are really serious. And those who really want to meet Him, want to be with Him, will get to meet Him, will be with Him. Because Jesus is coming back, back for such people. Who then is that faithful and wise steward? Only if you are wise, you'll be faithful. Only if you have faith, you'll be faithful. Whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season. You want to serve God? You want God to use you? Do you want to be part of God's great household of faith? To make you into a person who can be trusted in taking care of others? Do you want to really serve God? It's more work, but it's great work. Only the faithful will get to do that. Only the wise will get to do that. Only those who have made Jesus their priority will get to do that. If you want to be among those whom God will honor and make them rulers over greater areas by giving them authority to give what he gives into their hands to those who need them you must be trustworthy and wise you must be faithful you must have your robe of righteousness that God has given you must have it on and you must keep it clean. Have it in place with truth. The belt called truth. Have your lamps burning. Make sure you Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and be filled with the Spirit of God every single day. The Spirit of God may dominate your emotions, your life, your conversations, everything. Because if we walk in the flesh, the Bible says we will die. Your soul will die. You won't make it. You cannot go to heaven with anger, with bitterness, with envy, with jealousy, 
with vanity, with pride, with immorality, with covetousness. We cannot go to heaven. We may think we are going. We won't. It's important to let the Spirit of God work in you and give you the grace, give you the power to live like how Jesus lived while he was on the face of the earth. The Bible says, if we say that we're following him or if we abide in him, then we must walk as how he walked. Through the power of the Spirit, you destroy the works of the flesh. Through the power of the Spirit, you overcome the works of darkness. Through the power of the Spirit, you need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Every single day you need the Holy Spirit. You need the fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit every single day. Every single day. Every single day. You want to be ready when Jesus returns. You want to be used by God even before Jesus returns. There's the way to go. God has spoken to you this morning. Because it's God who calls us to serve Him. It's God who determines what He will give into our hands based on how faithful we are and how wise we are. If the garment of righteousness is not, then if it's not clean, He's not going to give anything, period. You can't serve God that way. You need to have those need to be faithful and be more faithful and diligent and more diligent in serving God and wait for Him. I want to close with this scripture that the Holy Spirit wants me to in the Song of Solomon. Even when you are sleeping your heart is wide awake. When will I see him? When will I see him? Every day, a heart should long for Jesus Christ. When will I see him? Every day, a heart should yearn for Jesus Christ. To be more faithful to Him. Lord, whatever you want me to do, I will do, Lord. Whatever you want me to do, I will be diligent, Lord. I will do it with holy hands, with clean garment. I'll have my lamp burning, Lord, because those are the ones who can serve Him. God is looking for diligent people, faithful people, people who are sold out for Jesus Christ. One master. Serve one master. Married to that one husband. Waiting for that one bridegroom. 
God is looking for such people. People who are madly in love with the Savior. People who are intentional in their relationship with the King. Who are eagerly looking forward to His appearing. We'll be the ones who go into the prayer closet every day. Every day. Every day. Every day they go into the prayer closet to hear the voice of the Savior, to gaze at His beauty. Every day they meditate on His Word, day and night. They can't stop loving Him. They can't stop hearing His voice. They can't stop reading His Word. They can't stop talking to Him. Those are the ones who really who want to see Him, who want to be with Him, really want to, really want to. By choice, they want to. They don't want anything else. Their mind is occupied with the Savior. Their eyes are covered with the Word of God. Night and day, their desire for the Savior is intensified with their love for the Savior. Whatever the Savior desires, they'll do it. For such people, the Savior will come. He will come to honor them. He will come to take them to be with Him forevermore to a special place. God is looking for faithful people. God is looking for people who are ready, have the garment, have their lamps, not only that, who wait for Him. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I will seek your face, O Lord. I'll seek your glory, Lord. I'll seek your glory, Lord, when I arise. Let me see you, Jesus. Is Jesus the first thing on your mind? Is Jesus Occupying your mind by getting up with Jesus and going to sleep with Jesus. When you go to sleep, is Jesus on your mind? Throughout the day, no matter what you do, is Jesus on your mind? Thank you, Father. Oh, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. 
Touch your people. Touch your people. Touch your people. Abba, touch your people at this hour. Oh Lord, I pray. Touch your people at this hour. Take away the disease of the soul. The lack of appetite for the word of God. Take away the disease of the soul. The lack of love for the Savior. No matter how much God does, they cannot love Him in return like they should. Take away the disease of the soul, I pray, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Father, that you'll wake, Lord, wake us up, wake us up, wake us up in the name of Jesus. Cause our church to wake up to the reality of the glory of God and the reality of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Work in your people, Father. Work in your people, Father. Work in your people, Father. Whatever your priorities are, make sure that whatever you're doing reflects reflect your love for the Savior. Whatever you're doing must reflect your love for the Savior. That means it has to be prioritized around God Almighty. Whatever you do must revolve around Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Take some time in the presence of God and give yourself over to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to cleanse you once more. To kindle that fire that needs to be kindled in your heart for Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, in all I say, in all I do, let me be pleasing, pleasing to you. In all I say, in all I do, let me be pleasing. Pleasing to you in all I say and do, in all I say and do, let me be pleasing, pleasing to you in all I say and do. In all I say and do, let me be pleasing, pleasing to you. In all I say and do, every step I take, 
every breath I breathe, every word I say, let it be, let it be, Lord, pleasing to you. Every step I take, hallelujah. Father, I pray, Lord, in this morning hour, may Christ become all in all in the lives of your people. And they desire may be Jesus. That their desire may become Jesus. That their purpose in life may become Jesus. May their eyes become single. Your mind be set on Jesus. That this word that you have spoken this morning, O Lord, may it bring forth much fruit, Father. That every single person here may take a good look at how they are living. Are they keeping the robe of righteousness undefiled. Oh, Father, work in the hearts of your people. Work in the hearts of your people, O oh Lord. Work in the hearts of your people, O oh Lord. Work in the hearts of your people, O oh Lord. I pray, the Spirit of Truth, you continue to guide them into all truths, O oh Father. I give you glory honor and praise and I bless your people this morning with this blessing that you alone can bless them with as your servant standing in the presence of God before the throne of God according to the power and authority given to me by the almighty God I bless your people with this blessing my father that they may be faithful that they may be watching that they may be ready, that they may be commended by the Savior. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen.